Hey, Democrats, it's me, Lynn Moira Dichter, and time for Chat with the Chairs. It's your weekly peek behind the curtain as to what's going on with the Seminole County Democratic Party across Seminole County, across Florida, and across the nation. Good afternoon. Happy Friday. My name is Lynn Moyer Dichter, and I am the chair of the Seminole County Democratic Party, and this is Chat with the Chairs, your weekly peek into what's going on behind the scenes at the Seminole County Democratic Party, and we would love to hear from you. The way you get involved in Chat with the Chairs is pretty simple. You go to the chat bar and say, Happy Friday. We know you're out there. We can hear you breathing. So it is really important that you just weigh in on the topics of the day. Last week, I heard that there were several of the people, you know, of all the people who were watching, they said that I had way too much caffeine last week. Um, And uh, I'm afraid to say, but this week is no exception. We have a lot of things to talk about. For those of you who are new to Chat with the Chairs, we structure the next 30 minutes or so-ish the following way. We talk about what happened last week. And then we talk about what's happening upcoming this week coming up. And then we talk about current events, although everything this week is going to be all mushed together because there are so many current events, so many appalling things are going on right under our noses that it is imperative that we talk about it contemporaneously right now. So we will. And then, of course, we end the show with my favorite topic and Tracy's as well. And that is food. And so we will talk about that. Um, when at the end of the program, telling you what is today, the food of the day, and we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about that as well. So it's not all serious, heavy duty, political claptrap, not at all. So anyway, that's where we are. I would love to hear if you're out there. I would love for you to go to the comments bar below and just weigh in on whatever whatever it is the topic of the day. Last week, Friday, I was gearing up as was uh, as were a lot of people in Seminole County. We were gearing up for a big piece of our February campaign to get people back to re-register to vote by mail. Now, what do I mean by that? In February, we are on, good afternoon, Paul. Um, We are gonna talk about anti-Semitism. Thank you for weighing in on that. That's on my list to talk about as well. But last week, uh, I described to you our February campaign and that is reaching out on five different modes of communication. We are reaching out on, knocking on doors, postcards, phoning, texting, and digital. So there were five ways, the same message on all five of those platforms. And we were trying, there were 400 unique people in each of those buckets, and we were going to ask people to re-register to vote by mail and to see which platform was the most effective. I have a hypothesis, but it may be completely off. We'll never know until we have some data. And we're four days away from the end of the month, so we are just this close to seeing if these platforms worked and which one was the most effective. We know which one was the most expensive of the five platforms, that is postcards, between printing them and postage, that is always higher. Hey, Amy, nice of you to be here. I'm very glad that you're with us. I know you're a regular, I'm so happy um, that you're here. Now, here's what I know. We had five different ways to communicate and Saturday was a big push for two of the five ways. One was uh, knocking on doors, one was phone banking. And uh, we are almost done the phone banking one over the last couple of days. I think we've wrapped up that campaign. On Saturday, we had a great turnout. We gave 10, we gave packets to 10 different groups and they fanned out across Seminole County on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. I happened to be walking in Sanford. I walked by myself 
in a nice neighborhood by Seminole High School, kind of down from the Taco Bell, if you know you're, if you know by Seminole High. Anyway, I was walking there, and I will tell you, Saturday morning when people are home, it's not early, so you're not waking them up for the most part, although some people come to the door in their pajamas, but that's fine. So they get to the door, and you hand them this postcard. Oh, I want to show you the postcard. Um, I will show, anyway, the postcard says, you've been dropped. And your vote by mail has just been thrown in the toilet. And well, it doesn't say toilet, but it says you've been dropped. Republicans in Tallahassee and the legislators have decided that you cannot have a four year renewal of your vote by mail ballot because they don't want you to vote by mail. Seminole County Democrats, they don't want you to vote by mail. No party people. They don't want any part of it. You are not allowed in, in their mind. And, and this is true in Seminole because I actually spoke to the Seminole County Republican chair and he said, uh, we don't really believe in vote by mail, except for what did he say? The um, military and the elderly, they can still do an absentee ballot. But the rest of us who may have a conflict with childcare or working or schooling or something, if Tuesday election day is a snag, he doesn't want any of us. We should stand there on Tuesday come hell or high water. So the Republicans make it very clear and they say it now what they used to say in private. We don't want you to vote, which is crazy. Republicans used to be great at vote by mail. And, and now Democrats, at least in Seminole County, we were awesome when it came to vote by mail. I always describe three buckets of votes. One is vote by mail. One is early voting at the library. And one is election day voting. The only bucket that Democrats won in Seminole County was the vote by mail. And guess what they dropped? Thank you, Republican Party. Thank you, Governor what did the meatball? Yeah. Anyway, it turns out that we are now getting people back. Doing nothing in January still got us a three to one advantage in vote by mail just in one month. Now we'll see now that we're this February, this month that we're in now is where we're doing that five platform outreach. And we will see if the numbers continue to roll in. I will tell you that when I knocked on, I probably knocked on 30 doors on Saturday and another 10 or so doors on when Tuesday or Wednesday of this week, because I couldn't finish them all on, on Saturday. So when I got people at the door, holy cow, they were so engaged and agitated all at the same time. They said, what do you mean we were dropped? I heard people in the house yelling like, what? Vote by mail? They took our vote by mail. They were, and people were coming out like, what the heck is going on? They did not know they were dropped. I made it clear they did it in, you know, most people are not in the weeds like I am. They don't follow all of this minutia, but they know when it affects them. And I said that the Republicans dropped your vote by mail because that's who did it. Because Democrats want people to vote. It doesn't matter how. Make it more accessible. Republicans don't care about more access. They want to shut it down. So... And they did. So now every other year, every two years, every odd year, if you will, this is 23, right? Every odd year, you're going to have to go and do this damn thing again. Now, does it take a long time? Nope. When I told people how easy it was to get their vote by mail back, they were like, oh, I could do that. And everybody in my house can do it. Yes, ma'am. That's right. And then I showed them you can either go to Vote Seminole or you can call this phone number or here's a QR code or here's a paper if you really want to go old school and Turn in the paper, but don't bother with that. Just go online if you're able and, and re-register yourself to vote by mail. Now, is our supervisor of elections interested in this campaign? Uh, I don't know. I've heard through the grapevine that he's doing something, but I've yet to see crap come out of that office. I don't know what he's waiting for. 
you know, uh, but he's waiting. Um, and he's probably going to do some uh, ineffective way, like postcards, to talk to kid, you know, to young voters who don't even know where their mailbox is, let alone a postcard. So, and I'm sure that postcard, uh, mark my words, I'd like to put a dollar, if I was a betting person, I'd like to put a dollar on this. I bet the postcard that comes from the office has a big ass picture of the supervisor himself. Surprise. Like everything that he does, big ass picture of his own face on it. You know, big name and vote by mail in teeny tiny little letters. I just have a feeling that's how it's going to pan out. But, you know, prove me wrong, Chris. You know, we'll see. Mm. So that's that. Oh, Tracy's here. Should I let her in? What do you think? I'm going to let her in. All right, here we go. Add to. Look who's here. Whoopsie. I'm sorry. I... Can, right, can so you hear me? I, I'm on a rampage about the vote by mail knocking. So I want you to tell your experience. Vote by mail is what happened last week. It happened last Saturday. Tracy took a packet. I took a packet. I went to Sanford. She went to Winter Springs. And everybody that answered that door, I mean, yes, I left some at the door, but every human being that came out there, those Democrats are pissed off at our supervisor who says, you know, like, ah, we don't care about that. So I've heard that he's going to send a postcard. I guarantee you it's got his big puss on it. You know, he'll have a picture of himself on the postcard. Because everything okay. that comes out of that office has a big-ass picture of you-know-who on it. Right. right. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Sorry I'm tardy. I'm, I'm as you can see, in my office and uh, working. So like, my, here, okay. tell me. Tell right, me, tell I'll me. bring you up to speed. Let me bring you up to speed. <clears throat> Please. I had, um, Saturday, I had a better result than, I think it was Thursday, I finished my, my uh, task. But anyway, I had some really good responses to say and very positive. Of course, we were knocking on Dem's doors, so they're always happy to see us. Yeah. <clears throat> and right. that's positive. Right. And a lot of people were not aware of the situation, which I feel that this has been successful already because we're alerting people to it. Yes. Well, coupled with the fact that, People needed to, there were a lot of people, um, I would say three people were really happy to vent, you know, about uh, the state Me. of the world in Florida. And, mm -hmm. and Oh, she dropped off. What did she do? Holy smokes. Come back. Come back, little Sheba. Where is she? I don't know where she is. Well, anyway, when she comes back, of course, I will. I will loop her in. But yes, people were excited. They were pissed off. They wanted a friendly ear. They wanted to chat with the chairs, you know, or with the knocker, whoever was on the door, you know, at the door. They wanted to talk to us. And she's absolutely right. You know, there was no reason, you know, for them to make it more difficult to vote by mail. Oh, wait a minute. Here we go. Let's see. You, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to use my phone. You can use your phone. I can yeah, I, I get because, black screen. I think, I yeah, let me screen. get it. Yeah, cut me out. Cut me out. Let me re-enter. I'm having a problem with my um, iPad. All right. I'm removing you. Come back in when you're ready. All right. All right. I removed her from the stream. Now, um, that was what started off the week. Sorry, this is a little disjointed, but we want Tracy to be in when she's available. So we'll make sure that her technology is up to snuff. So that was Saturday. It was wild. What was, you know, how people reacted. They were so overwhelmingly thrilled that we told them how to get their vote by mail ballot back. And, and uh, so that's, that was that. Um, and that was last, let's see, is she there? Add to stream. Let's see if she's there. Um, hello? Hello? I don't see a picture. I see black. I don't see a picture, but. Mm, Hang on. I, I, huh? 
Let me hang on. Where should? Oh, wait a minute. You're doing. Oh, now I'm gonna. Uh, I'm taking you that one off. Hold on. I'm putting you back on this one. All right. Now we're. Good. I have to apologize, everyone. Why is there an echo? Because you're on twice. Turn off the other one. It's it's. There's a little reverb or something. I took you off the stream, but that's coming from your end. God, I'm telling you, this is like ridiculous. Take it off of your iPad or your computer, and then we'll be good to go. You know what? Maybe I can get rid of you here. Kick from studio. Okay. Um, okay. All right. I did it. Oh. All right. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, as I was saying, people were very happy to see us, and it was very good. I had a good experience. I reached a lot of people, and um, considering, you know, sometimes you reach no one. And then Thursday, I went out and I finished my turf, and I had uh, met, I only was able to speak to two people directly, but I did uh, I did leave the materials out, um, and I'm sure Lynn has gone on her rant, and as she told you, she's laser focused as we all are, in getting people to get their vote by mail because Democrats vote by mail, and we can get all of our normal or all of our people that always vote by mail to vote by mail, then we can go further and get the people more, more Dems registered. This is our first step towards 2023. We have small elections, but mainly towards 2024 where, you know, the stakes are high and we're in the game again. We're only four days away from getting the results of this testing data that we're trying to accumulate. Oh, good. I I had Time to um, I hope Craig had enough time to just I synced my material. Hopefully he can analyze it and throw that into the database as well. I'd okay, love so, to. Yeah. We don't get yeah. anything from the state until the month is closed, and then we'll look back at Feb one to Feb twenty eight, and we're only on the twenty fourth day today. So we still have four more days for your people to have actually pushed the button and gotten their vote by mail re registration going. But that's exactly what we wanted them to do. If you haven't done it, if you're out there listening in podcast land or, you know, now live on Facebook or Twitter, if you're listening now, you go to voteseminal.gov and you click, click, click. And literally 90 seconds later, you've got your ballot back coming to your doorway. Last time I did it, we were on the show together and I did it. It took me 90 seconds, I right. think. Right. And it's a very simple process, but we just have to educate people about right. so- it. In the month of March, we're, we're ratcheting up our accumulation of data and we're trying, you know, what messaging works. This time it was what mode of communication works. Next time it's now that we know what communication works, what message gets people to do this now? We're going to do one straight away, hair on fire, they dropped your ballot. One of them, they're banning books like crazy, right? Or three, you know, we're going to have three different messages all saying, get back your right, you know, your right to vote by mail. And so we're going to see which message resonates with the Dems in Seminole County. That's really important. And we're going to do that campaign by text next month. Well, you know what? I, I, it's my opinion that um, there's not a clear cut answer on that. For instance, I think seniors and elderly people, and I refuse to put myself in that category yet, yeah. but I think they're vote by mail people. And then I think you have the younger generation that will respond more via text. Correct. Uh, you know, yeah. and and then, of course, there's the people that just want to see your face and canvas. <clears throat> and then I don't know about postcards. That will be an interesting thing to see who responds to postcards. Most people are inundated with mail. They take it and they just trash it. So that would be interesting to see. I'll be curious. Now, look, it's not an election season where every day your mailbox has 14 candidates pay papers. At, you know, this is an off season. So maybe since it's only one thing. 
maybe they will say, what, they dropped me, and then they'll go and follow the directions on the postcard. I don't know. I'd love to. I, I can't wait to get the data. We will have it for you. Maybe not next week because it's just barely into March, but I'm hoping by the 10th when we're together again, not next week, the third, but the week after the 10th, I'm hoping that we have data to show you how Seminole County responds. Will you be here on the 10th? I will. Okay, yeah. good. Uh-huh. I'll be here. Oh, um, yeah. We've talked. Yeah. So can I, can I go on my rant? Yes, please. You ranted. Uh-oh, what'd you do? You just... My rant... I don't... Oh, okay, there you go. Yep. Yeah. My rant is... Well, I just put a thing on Facebook on my page this morning. My rant is about the higher education bill that's on DeSantis's desk. It's which, one of the first things on my paper, so let's let it rip. Okay, I'm going to let it rip. I have a daughter, because I do have two daughters engaged in the system. One is graduating FSU. And one is deciding whether to go to FSU or UF, depending on. So, and here is a mother, a single mother that scrimped and saved and paid for Florida's prepaid. My daughter worked her tush off to get 100% bright futures to go to a Florida university that is respected nationwide, respected on a national level for graduate programs, law school, and just right. In the employment community, and now we have this <clears throat> this bill that DeSantis is proposing because it's part of his campaign package about how he's anti woke, destroying and disseminating higher education by denying tenure or at least having them being able to be fired for cause. We don't know what the cause is; it's vague right. and ambiguous. To get rid of any diversity uh, classes, get any gender class. You can't, uh, for instance, I'm minority in women's studies when I went to college 100 years ago. Now you can't. Gone. If I wanted to, <clears throat> if I wanted to study uh, or get a, a master's in African studies because I wanted to be a professor in African studies, gone. So what he's doing is he is basically destroying the core curriculum and redefining it as one for that is tied to the tenets of the Constitution, the Articles of, um, not Confederation, but the um, Bill of Rights, but also the Federalist Society. So what he is trying to do is whitewash history, Christianize our schools, and take any kind of diversity of thought, difference of thought. The whole premise of college is to challenge your perception of life, take as many different courses as possible. Of course. See what interests you where you want to go. Well, this, what he is doing and how he's doing it by, he's already started by replacing the president of new college and now replacing one of his cronies on UF board of trustees. What he's trying to do, if he passes this bill, it will be to destroy higher education in Florida, which he doesn't care about the effect because he thinks he's going to the White House. But for those of us that are here that are sending our kids to that school, it will basically mean that piece of paper that they graduate with can be used in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. It will not carry any weight. And it really penalizes the person who does not have the money to send the middle class and, and below, unless you're that maybe one percenter that has the money to send your kid to private school. I was always, I'm the product of a state university. I went to the State University of New York at Stony Brook. All my friends went to Binghamton or Albany. We are state SUNY babies, State University mm-hmm. of New York. We're all SUNY babies. I moved to Florida because I wanted my kids to go to the Florida schools, which are held in high regard. And now 
if he does that, we I am really in a bind. Let's, let's also point out. Parent in a bind. Right. I think that you say he wants to destroy higher education, but at the same time, contemporaneously, he's destroying K through 12. Okay, so let's talk he about is that. Also he is taking, giving, giving everyone, everyone uh, he wants yeah. everyone to have a voucher. And okay, if so everyone has a voucher and goes to a Christian school or is homeschooled or whatever, that money takes out of public schools. It decimates the budget for K through 12. His goal is to decimate public education K through 12. And as Tracy just enumerated, to, to ruin higher education here in you know Florida what? as well. I just had an idea. I, the people in our audience are, are sort of in our echo chamber. And I love each and every one of our fans. And I hope this reaches more people. And I honestly hope because we're a podcast, it reaches out of Florida, because I think we need some out of Florida help, i.e. in money and support. But I think you and I should start going around and doing town halls and waking up the PTAs and the other. There are other parents who are very concerned that their kids in elementary school are going to have less funding, that $4 billion out of education is going for vouchers now. Our tax dollars are paying for private schools. And I think that we need to really get on that loudspeaker and start, and instead of talking in here, also go around and start. I want to compliment one of our, um, most lovely semdems. His name is Mike Cardona, and he has a guest column in today's paper, The Danger of Banning and Censoring Books in Florida. I don't know if you can see that, but Mike talks about how it's authors who are of color, LGBTQ, women, all of these things. They address topics as racism. They're being pulled from the shelves. They address topics like sexuality. They're being pulled from the shelves. Gender and history being pulled from the shelves. And Mike has a wonderful article about how dangerous this is to the future of our school system. Right, and let's talk to Mike Cardona for writing that letter to the editor. Yes. Now, guess, I, let, let me interject here and let me just say a couple of things on that. Number one, DeSantis is now saying his book banning is a hoax and it's a hoax perpetrated by the lefts, the socialists, the Dems, right? Couldn't be further from the truth, but he's catching, he's catching trouble for it now. So he's going to deflect in point. That's one. Number two, number two, and this is really, really important regarding the, uh, the book banning and what's going on in the schools at this level. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, the amount of, um, the amount of danger this man presents. I spoke to someone who's lived in Florida for 40 years, 40 years as a Republican, and I'm not going to disclose their name because they asked me not to, but I move in the legal community and I brush against a lot of people. This, this gentleman's been in the legal community for 40 years as a Republican. And he has said to me that he has never seen a governor destroy Florida as horribly as DeSantis. He is, a, um, as a Republican, now he's a white male and he's terrified. Now, mm -hmm. what about the LGBTQ? What about the fact that this Saturday they're, do, they're calling it a day of hate and they're going um, on an anti-Semitic tirade? Six anti-Semitic attacks last week, three of which were in Florida, right under our nose. DeSantis has said nothing. This governor, and I, I don't, you know, I will say it honestly, is the most, uh, I, I just don't even know what to say, the most evil person that I know who is abusing his power and pushing yeah. racism on the well, rest of us. 
you know, somebody wrote in on the comments, you know, they love the idea of us doing town halls. That's an awesome idea. Tracy is reaching out to different communities. I would love to take this show on the road. Maybe we make it a chat with the chair town hall and we go to all seven cities in, in the county, you know, and find a, a place, a public place and do this. But with with an audience and we can talk to folks who can, you know, at least learn about what's, you know, I'm not, not saying that we're all the experts, but it would be really great to well, spread I- I think that we are, given our title, our responsibility is to educate people in what's going on. Most people are just busy with going to work, coming home, getting food on the table. So, you know, if we can do the the dirty work for them and the legwork and present them with bullet points of what's happening, and then maybe they'll they'll be more receptive to it. A lot of people don't have the time. That's right. So um, the other topic, if we could move off of how he's decimating the schools, K through 12, and decimating our Florida public uh, university system, um, let's talk about the anti-Semitic. Well, let me just tell you this. Tomorrow um, at uh, the Renaissance Hotel down by the airport, the uh, Rainbow Dems are having a statewide convention. Um, you're sideways. Oh, there you are. Okay. Um, so they're having a convention Friday night. Tonight is a kickoff, but tomorrow all day, I'll be speaking at their opening ceremonies or whatever. And then um, they are all gathering because, you know, we have had great success uh, starting and um, debuting a rainbow caucus here in, in Seminole County. So we're going to talk. I'm going to talk to them and it's a busy day in Seminole County from all over the state, wherever there's a rainbow club or caucus, they're coming here to talk about, how to best energize and organize and activate not just that community, but allies and everybody else so that that community is protected. And I am really interested in letting them know that Seminole County is a safe haven for them. And we are all in on making sure that the LGBTQ students, whether they are in public school or whether they're college kids or whether they just live and work and are grownups in our community, it is a very important constituency for our party. And I will be very excited to talk to them tomorrow at the uh, hotel down by here. Just yeah. enough, no, I agree with you 110. Now, the other thing is that I wanted to just give a shout out to Anna Eskamani, who yesterday, uh, along with um, others, led from 12 to 1 a student protest at all the universities. All the students stepped out from 12 to 1 um, to protest what's going on at the universities. And incorporated in that, of course, was the Rainbow, uh, the Rainbow um, Caucus the LGBTQ crowd, plus anyone else who really wants to learn and learn um, science, science, philosophy. Right, of course, yeah. Carlos Carlos was at um, UCF. I don't know where Anna was. Maybe she's in Tallahassee. She could have been at UCF. I mean, at FSU. I'm not sure where she was. You know, the other thing is that um, not only will it have a chilling effect on the students attending Mm -hmm. schools, parents wanting to send them, but it's going to have an absolute chilling effect on securing and retaining professors of caliber. If you don't, if the professors can't teach what they're educated to teach and they're not going to get tenure, why the hell would they come to Florida when they have to answer and be vetted almost like being micromanaged? Who wants to be micromanaged in their job? Well, getting their PhD. It is so reminiscent of pre-war Germany. They went for the um, academics. They went for the schools. They rewrote the textbooks. They really just, you know, they pulled all the books out of the shelves and they went after the minority groups one by one, little death by a thousand cuts. You've heard that expression. That's what's happening in the state of Florida. Right. And change happens incrementally. It's not like, you know, all of a sudden they're going to knock at your door, but 
I, you know, but down the road, it's going to be, oh, I'm sorry, you're Jewish. You can't go outside Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Oh, I'm sorry, you're black. You can't attend this school. I'm sorry. Your grades don't read. To, they'll, they'll hook it on something else. Here's the deal. I think we should be protesting every weekend. I think that we have to make it so uncomfortable that we should be we should be protesting every weekend. I don't know what else to do. And we also need, we need media attention on the national level. So DeSantis does not get to the point where he's being actually touted as a good candidate versus Trump. People do not see what's happening in Florida. Right. Exactly right. Uh, last night, maybe in the cover of darkness also, uh, Florida executed its first prisoner for the first time in more than four years. Uh, a guy on death row was executed. That's DeSantis right was mum on the topic. He was very quiet about it. Uh, the first time he was elected, for the last four years, he hasn't said boo about executions, but we gave somebody on death row, they lifted the curtain at 6.02, he twitched and they gave him the injection and it was all kinds of twitching and all kinds of things going on according to the reports of the newspaper who were firsthand you know, on the scene. Um, and we executed a man um, by injecting him with lethal chemicals. Um, and that's, I'm not proud of that either. Um, well, I'm not proud of that, but uh, you know, more more importantly, uh, well, you know, he's never taken a stance on the death penalty. He's never taken a stance on any issue, that's a real issue, right? And so this poor, oh, right? So he died. But I did read his last statement. His last yeah. statement was right "F.U. DeSantis." Yeah, he said. Well, you know, the way the newspaper put it was something a little nicer than that. What they said was, um, well, wait, where's his final statement? It was funny. He said, I did something wrong when I was young. And then they say, and he, quote, went on to criticize DeSantis or something like that. So, yes, he definitely got his last digs in. Not that it matters, but, you know, that was sort of an interesting. This is the law and order that they want. They want to be the executioner. They want to be the judgment and executioner. It's horrible. I mean, look, what's next? The guillotine? You know, what's next? Are we going to, you know, string them up, uh, draw and quarter people, tar and feather? I don't no, know. No, we're going to run them over if they protest. We've made that oh, legal. Or or better yet, we are going to shoot them. It's called stand your ground. Well, here's, right? okay, let's talk about shooting. I'm glad that's a good segue. Because this week in Orlando, we had a shooting in Pine Hills. A reporter, a news reporter was killed. A nine-year-old was killed. A woman who was in her 20s was killed. And um, there are still several people recuperating in the hospital. The suspect is in custody. He's a kid himself. He's maybe 19. Um, This is what's going on. And it's going to get worse. Mark my words. Put a pin in it. With permitless carry, with no registration, with no training, with no licensure, now people are going to feel emboldened to carry uh, weapons. And in this case, I don't think it was a weapon of mass destruction. I don't believe it was an assault rifle. But people are going to be more comfortable carrying pistols and carrying it on their hip like the damn OK Corral. You know, I want to tell you something. Being in the criminal justice system, um, I have real issues with this because a lot of my clients are charged with possession of a firearm right? They're stopped for tint, they're stopped for red light, they search the car, they find a firearm, then they're charged with it. Well, what's going to happen now if it's all legal? How are the sheriffs going to know who's who's a, cr- a criminal, who's not, who should have it, who's not? And, more, and then the other part of the equation is as a mother with a student going off to college, if 18-year-olds are allowed to buy weapons, I'm terrified of my daughter. I'm just terrified to live in Florida. Let's put it that way. It's starting to get super scary. I mean, there's no question about it. So, yeah, that's, you know, all of these things. The anti-Semitism was roughshod in Central Florida last week. Shooting was all over the place. Um, 
every, you know, the book banning, the, the clamping down on education and, and uh, learning, this is all just in one week, folks. And the, the legislature, because they have a supermajority, um, will pass whatever he wants. They have a voice, but they really don't have enough votes to do anything. Yeah, not only will they pass what he wants, but they're going to pass a law to make to make him allowed to run for president and keep his seat warm as governor. Yeah. So we can't even get rid of him if he resigns to uh, to run. As it is now, so people know, the law now says if you run for something else, you have to step down from the thing that you hold. So he was supposed to step down. Uh, but he's waiting till the legislature gives him a golden parachute. So even if he is an abject failure on the campaign trail for president, he will have a cushy job and land back in Tallahassee and spew all of his crap at us for the next two years. You so, know what scares me? And I don't know how he gets away with all of this. To me, this is all overreach, right? And yeah. he's not getting pushback on the federal level. And I think we need to appeal to the feds to do some sort of pushback for him. There's no pushback on the federal level. So his overreach, like him firing an elected official, the prosecutor, the state attorney in Tampa, yeah. or removing the entire school board, I believe it was in Duval County, or was it... Anyway, no, he, down in Broward, I think. Uh, well, he removed the entire... These are elected people. You and I vote for people. They're elected. And he's taking our votes and throwing mm -hmm. them in the trash. Right. And I don't know how he gets away with that. Under what what um, clause... I what don't. power is he allowed? What enumerated power is he allowed to do that and have that overreach? And if so, how do we respond to that collectively? It, unclear. It's unclear and it's terrifying. Um, and the legislature, you know, they say, what, I have comments here from Andrea and from Amy and from Paul and they're all Alec Pastrana. They're all like, oh, my God, why aren't they doing anything? You know, they marched when they were supposed to march. They did what they were supposed to do in the 60s and the 70s. And we got our, ourselves to a certain point, And now it's all being rolled back. Well, I believe that the federal government should stop. You know, he wants FEMA for the hurricane. Cut him off. Cut him off in the pocket. Tell him if he continues, he's not getting federal money. Just cut him off. I don't care. I don't care if we have to suffer a little bit for the larger picture. But he needs to be he needs to be pushed back. And now he's just running with unfettered discretion and unfettered power. And this is what terrifies me as a woman, as a yeah. mother, as a Jew, as a Democrat. So every title I wear is just another. Uh, well, you, it's being assaulted on every front. Yes. I mean, you think you put out the fire over here and then this uh, ember starts flaring up. So I thought four years of Trump and holding my breath. I thought when Biden got in, I finally let my breath out and right. I was so happy only to have another autocrat, another Yale, like preppy, yuppie, you know, prep boy who who's an asshole. I'm sorry to curse. Oh, for God's sake. I'm Get sorry. Up. Get in no, power and infuse yeah. his, his power on us. Who the hell is he? All right, so next week we will have a big news bulletin as the new head of the FDP will be chosen over the weekend, this weekend. I can't tell you who, I can't tell you what, but I will tell you next Friday on Chat with the Chairs, Manny, as you remember, Manny Diaz resigned after two years, and actually every two years, the, the chair of the party has been either resigned or has unceremoniously been kicked to the curb. So this, there are, you know, several candidates vowing, you know, vying for that spot. So we'll give you a, a full 
uh, report on that next week on Chat with the Chairs. Um, and But it's now, I see it's a little bit after 3.30. So do you want to talk food with me? I do. Let's talk about something. And here's the other thing. I was worrying so much about dieting and this and that. I don't even care anymore. Give me the food. <laughs> Tell me the food, girl. Well, wait. I saw a meme today that said something, it went something like this. It said, um, when they kidnap you, you know, it's important that you have extra pounds and making it harder to kidnap you. So eat cake. You know, that's my message for you. If you're going to eat anything, eat cake, because then it makes you more difficult to kidnap. And I thought, okay, that's a good reason to have a piece of cake. And I also want to wish both of my daughters had birthdays. One is one is today on Friday, and one was two days ago on Wednesday. And they are now, believe it or not, 30 and 33. I don't know how this happened. You know, I can't. That's how old we are. I know, seriously, right? So anyway, so, you know, uh, mazel tov to my two girlies, and, and there's that. Now, let's talk about food, because these there are some really good options. Today, on the 24th, is National Tortilla Chip Day. Oh. You know, how do you go wrong? Who doesn't like a tortilla chip? Right, thank you. Like a Frito? Is a Frito a tortilla chip? Who cares? I mean, if you can dip it in salsa, it works for me. Yeah, that's right. So, Tortilla Chip Day is today. Tomorrow, also two good things, very, very different. One is chocolate-covered peanuts. Mm. Mmm. Like goobers, not raisinets, goobers, right? So, goobers. Or um, the other day it shares with, is completely different, it's clam chowder day. Mm. I love clam chowder. I like the white red, kind. Red, white. No, I like the white kind. I don't yeah. like the red kind. I'm not a fan of the red kind, but I will always say yes to a cup of clam chowder. So there's okay. that. Sunday, this is the day for Tracy because I know she is a sucker for this day. Sunday is national, wait for it, pistachios day. God, Lynn knows me too well. You know, I used to have a one bag a week uh, habit at Costco with my oh, pistachio. Yeah, this is the way I rationalize it, right? Yeah. It's not cake, it's protein, and it is. It's an, I love pistachio, pistachio ice cream, cookies, pistachios. I can sit and binge on a series as long as I have my pistachios next to me. Well, that's Sunday. So we're celebrating Tracy and we're celebrating you. And now she just, she got so excited. She's running to get pistachios because now I have no picture. No, it's oh, a client, a client okay. call so it goes black. No, it's fine. And then Monday, because I wasn't sure that I, I had enough to tell you, right? And you only live once, Andrea says. Yeah, that's right. That is absolutely right. Okay, so Monday is also healthy, not healthy. But Monday, strawberry day. How do you go wrong? I love, you know, strawberries any way, shape, or form. Um, and Kahlua Day. Mm. So, you know, that's a good time every now and again. It's not my drink, go-to drink of choice. No, but you know When I was on the cruise, and this is so not a Tracy drink, but I had free drinks in the casino, right? So I decided to get myself a mudslide because, God forbid, What's I should. What's in a mudslide? I, mudslide has Baileys and Kahlua. There, and that's... and. Oh. and Cream. It's really an adult chocolate shake. And it was, oh my God, dreamy. I drank two of them, I must say. Oh my God. There, you, you celebrated Kahlua Day early, but still enjoying that. Yeah, Kahlua. That's awesome. So those are the foods. Let's go back. Tortilla chip is today. Chocolate covered peanuts and clam chowder. That's tomorrow. Pistachio is Sunday. 
And Monday is also a twofer. It's a strawberry day, Kahlua day on Monday. So lots of good options, right? You only live once. Lots only- of good options. Listen, I'm going to, I'm going to sign off only because I've got no, to we're, we're both signing off. I just want okay. people to know that we will be back with you next Friday. We are always excited that you're on with us. We'll be back Friday from three to three 30 ish. And um, have a wonderful week. And Try and have a good week. But if you want to storm the castle, call me because I'm <laughs> all about okay. the castle. All right. I'm hanging up on you, my friend. I'm right. hanging up. I'll talk all to right. you later. Goodbye, you guys. Guys.